0: Welcome to the God-focused podcast. Let's open this up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful day. And guide our words today as we discuss the fruit of the Spirit's faithfulness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So we are discussing a series on the fruit of the Spirit. And today we are discussing faithfulness, and today we're going to have Robin start off with the Bible verse for today.
1: Hey, Good morning. Hi, everyone. Um, so our focal verse that I'm reading is from the book of Lamentations, uh, chapter 3, verses um, 21 through 23, and Here with me, I've got my uh, New American Standard Bible. And this is the prophet uh, Jeremiah speaking. He is reminding the children of Israel. And basically, that that includes every Christian, too, who's alive today. Throughout history, we've suffered as a people. Um, And some of it was because of our disobedience. and um, you know, he he starts his chapter three, and he talks about, I mean, it's, this book is sad if you read this book of the Bible, and then one through 18, okay, and then it turns to um, the last part, and my my title of this passage is Hope of Relief in God's Mercy, and so it says, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Verse 22, the Lord's loving kindnesses, plural, loving kindnesses, indeed never cease. For his compassions never fail. And verse 23, uh, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Um, and he's speaking about God, because God alone is true faithfulness. He demonstrates true faithfulness in our lives. Um, I, I was thinking, um, you know, just uh, over the course of my life, I was trying to remember all the times that God um, was faithful to me. And there are a lot, I think there are probably too many, but uh, I'll tell you, I'll share one really quick. I, um, I actually uh, got divorced in 20, December of 2015, and, and that kind of uh, shattered a lot of my, well, <laughs> I don't mean shattered. I mean, personally, I was really devastated about it and the um, unfaithfulness of my, my husband. And, you know, what it did though, to me was I turned it inward and, you know, had this catalog of everything that I must've done wrong for him to not love me and to not want me anymore. And It was a. It was just. I, I admit I struggled, and and there was a time when I thought, you know, my life just isn't worth living. I, I um, I love you, God, but I'm exhausted. I I can't do it anymore, and I don't have a place here anymore in this world. And there was actually one night when I was looking at my my medicine uh organizer it's a big thing and it's got tons of things in it tons of meds and I was like all I would have to do is take these pills and sleep and I'd be gone forever into eternity and I was I started crying and I started raging at the lord I said everything has fallen apart in my life and it's nothing that you've promised me and it's and on and on you know poor me and I was devastated I couldn't see clearly I knew he was there because I was arguing with him. And I, uh, my roommate came home. She heard me crying and screaming and she came in and she, uh, you know, talked with me for a while. And what the Lord did was put me to sleep basically because I was so exhausted. I don't mean it, I said it wrong, but um, he caused me to go into deep sleep. And the next day I woke up and I felt the same misery the same misery. And I was trying to to get dressed, which was really hard with my physical pain and lack of physical mobility. And, um, you know, I, I was seeing the darkness of depression and anxiety. And I was not seeing, you know, I couldn't see. I just couldn't see. And in my head, as I was getting ready, it was like literally this whole... Like things I hadn't even remembered. This flood of memories came to me, and they were horrible. Every nasty, mean, cruel thing anyone's ever said to me—family, um, friends, strangers making fun of me—and my own, the words in my own head that I had internalized. And I was crying, and I said, "This is my, this is my uh, destiny." I'm, I'm gonna live in pain until I die. And I don't know, I mean, it was just like a light. I mean, like a light switch went on or off because every voice, every noise, everything in my head stopped in an instant. Then I heard two words, who says, and I knew that was God because in an instant, he changed me. He changed me again. He, he, in his loving kindness and his compassion and his faithfulness, he, he brought me back to that place where I could see him again and know his love again. And I experienced such grace for 58 days that I've never experienced in my whole entire life. And um, that is just one example I mean, that is just one example of, you know, God's faithfulness because He, um, He saved my life, and He, Jesus gave me a purpose on this earth, and I know what that purpose is, is to tell everyone that Jesus loves them more than anyone, loves them and provides and cares and sees you and hears you when, and listens when nobody cares or listens to you and I just want you to be encouraged about that that's what this whole point of this passage is there's hope no matter what you're going through there's hope no matter what you're going through there's hope
0: <laughs> amen amen Amen. beautiful beautiful testimony thank you so much for sharing Robin oh my goodness that's there's a lot the <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> unpacked <laughs> in there um, oh Thank yeah, you, it's Lord a Jesus. Lot. Wow.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Lord.
0: Oh, goodness. Well, let's uh <laughs> I, we could end right there. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. That was awesome. No, no, oh, okay. <laughs> so what, what we're gonna do is we've got um Mike or uh Kevin's next and then MJ. And then we'll have a discussion around all the things that we have got, um, get to share today on faithfulness. So Kevin, take it away.
2: Yeah. So my, you know, my, what I'm going to speak about kind of builds off of what Robin was talking about. And I'm going to read from Hebrews 11:1. one, uh, now faith is a confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And uh, you know, as Robin described, we don't always, we don't always understand what is uh, God's will. We don't necessarily always feel God in our lives, um, so we have to have faith. And faithfulness is this idea that we don't we don't have evidence that proves out that God exists, that there is a plan. Right? We just we just believe it. We just choose to believe, despite the fact that there is no evidence. Right. It's uh, there's a confidence that goes along with with that. There's a confidence that says, you know, I have I have I, I have a belief and that I'm not going to sway from this belief. All right. I'm going to choose to believe. That God exists, that he loves me, that he's there for me, that he has purpose in my life. That there's there's, there's greater meaning to, 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 the, to the life that we live. And, uh, uh, I would say after, you know, believing right in, in something, uh, we have to act right. It's not, it's not enough just to have the faith, right. We want to, we want to live out that faith. And, uh, Robin, I think did a beautiful job of explaining how to do that, uh, I'll conclude with just a, uh, an example, uh, you know, Abraham from the, from the book of Genesis, Abraham, him and his wife, Sarah, they, they ended up, uh, having, uh, they were old. They wanted to have a child. They never had a child, but they were promised a child by God. Uh, uh, and then when they, when that child was finally delivered, uh, Abraham was told by God to sacrifice the child. (laughs) And so he took, he takes this baby up to the top of a mountain. He's going to kill it because that's what God told him to do. Right. But God, you know, our God is not a God of child sacrifice. I mean, he doesn't want to see death. You know, I, I, Abraham knows this. He understands what, you know, he understands that God has a plan and he's going to follow through and that the sacrifice can be made, he just doesn't understand to the extent of how. And so uh, he, he carries this baby, or this young man, up to the, to the top of this mountain uh, with the intent of killing him, uh, and then a, a lamb is uh, found uh, stuck in brambles, basically stuck in a, in a thorny patch. And, uh, God says, no, don't kill your kid, kill this man. Right. Thanks. Think basically, thank you for proving your faithfulness to me. Thank you for proving that, that you are willing to, to follow my lead. And, uh, you know, to a, to a casual observer, you know, that, you know, that might sound like a horrific story, right. But, you know, this guy was going to kill his own kid because, uh, you know, God told him to do it. That's not so right. That's, that's that's in line of crazy. That's not faithfulness. That's nuts. So, well, that's again that goes. That's an illustration. That's an example of you know faithfulness. What 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 are we what what do we really have our faith in, right? What are we really believing in? And Abraham recognized this. This is a God that delivered a child to me when I shouldn't have had a child, and if and and he entrusted me with this child, and he would not he would not steer me wrong. So whatever God is instructing me to do in terms of raising this child, in terms of glorifying Him as God, that I'm going to do, and and uh, and that and that's that's faithfulness, right? It's 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 understanding that there is that you know, it, it, especially in the context of God, right? If you're going to have faith in God, you're going to have to really understand the heart of of God. You're going to have to understand the intent of what He's trying to do in your life, and in the in the grace in the, in the gifts that He he gives us, uh, you know, in our lives. So, um, for me, faithfulness is that it's, it's an understanding, it's a trust, it's a belief that, that there is something out there uh, I can't evidence it. I can't prove it, but I'm still going to believe in it.
0: Amen. Yeah. Awesome. Thank awesome. you, Kevin. All right. MJ, you are up next.
3: Faithfulness. No. Yeah, those are great illustrations by Robin and Kevin, and I I just look at faithfulness as it's a loyalty. It's the word that comes to my mind when I think of it. It's, it's a loyalty, you know. He is faithful to us, even if we're not faithful to him, and, you know, I find myself always saying, you know, God, look what they're doing to me. What's happening to me? And, 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 He's saying, hey, just have faith that I'm going to pull you through this. And sometimes we're only faithful in, in the good times, but it's, it's all the time that we need to be faithful and rest in that and understand that if we'll relax in that faithfulness, it's kind of like driving down the road. Why is it that a little dotted line, in the middle of the road, you have so much faith that the other car won't swerve over and come hit you at 60 miles an hour, you know, causing a 120 mile an hour crash. Why do you have so much faith in that dotted line, but you don't have faith that he'll come help you when you're going through a rough time or even when, you know, you're going through those good times? You know, it's just that faithfulness that it's it, it seems like we... You know, he does it to us unconditionally, but yet we have, sometimes we put conditions on him and when we're going to, you know, show it back to him. So, you know, I I, I heard a story one time about an earthquake and uh, how this building had fallen and these people were all, and this was not a, you know, like L.A. or anything like that. This is a small town that this had happened in. And there was a bunch of kids in a, in a building, you know, a school. And this one guy, you know, starts pulling all these bricks and rocks and beams out of there. And the people were all scared that he, as he was doing this, eventually the rest of the building would come down and they were all freaking out, but he knew those kids were still in there. And he had faith that they were still alive and he needed to go find them. Well, he worked for over 24 hours, closer to 30-some hours of pure work, and then finally he heard a small voice say, hello, you know, and sure enough, he found his son and 17 other kids in that building in the bottom floor in, in the lower levels, and they were all safe, and the kid told his dad I knew you would come find me I knew you would come get me I just had to assure all the other kids that you were coming and you would be there for us and that's just uh, that's just faithfulness in that in that kid that he knew his dad would come help him and I look at that and I look at all these marriages you know you see people who have been married for 50 years (laughs) and you just look at these people and you look at that faithfulness to two people who've gone through rough times together, who've gone through through good times with each other, but yet they're always faithful to each other. And it's just a a great promise that he gives us. He gives us that promise. It's written in our book, you know, the good word that he will always be there. He will not forsake us. And that faithfulness just makes me feel warm all over that, you know, this earth, (laughs) you'll be hard pressed to ever find somebody who Will be always one hundred percent faithful to you, but you know He, God, Jesus of Nazareth, will always be there for you. And I just—that's faithfulness, that's loyalty to me, and it makes me feel good. I'm glad we're talking about it today because I'm just being uplifted, speaking with good friends and family, you know, about how much I love Jesus and you guys, and I'm I'm faithful to you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen, amen, brother. Amen. Wow, well, lots of lots of great, great uh, insights. Speaking from the heart. Oh, you guys are amazing. Um, do we have any other discussion around faithfulness? Any other? Any other? Um, uh, anyone moved through the Spirit to add anything more to this? I do. Go ahead, Robin. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, it's fine. I think there's room for
3: both of us. Yeah. I, um, you know, that story about Jonah I was talking about a little bit. uh, I just look at Jonah, and here's a guy who didn't want to go. He did not want to go. And yet, when he went through all those trials, and he finally figured out, you know, going was better than not going, he he turned himself around and he got he got to the destination and then he saw the blessings of what God had seen if he just got him there. And I, I look at that and I, I I see that in our lives you know there's things that we're going through and there's so many blessings on the other side of it that if we'll just get through it we'll see what he was trying to get us to and that, that would just you know that's such faithfulness right there we just have to be faithful to you know, there is a reason, so just move through it, so.
0: Awesome, go Robin. Amen,
1: um, oh, thanks, you guys, um, Kevin, the uh, this story, I love that story about Abraham and Sarah, and, uh, it, it reminds me that, that the promise was God's, the faithfulness is God's, and he's the one that sets all that in motion, um, and it also reminds me that we have a miracle Papa, and he's, you know, he's our great father who's always there, and I man, he's got a lot of kids <laughs> running around this earth. Um, I... uh <laughs> Oh, my goodness, in the story of Jonah, that's, oh, man. But God is is so wonderful to us, you know, even when we're disobedient. (laughs) If we have faith, if we have hope in Jesus Christ, then we should also trust his word completely. And one of the last things he told us, is to tell everyone about him. And that is, that's every Christian's purpose. It's not just mine or my, uh, team, our friend, my friends here. And, you know, it's every Christian, everyone who believes should have a story to tell and about how Jesus has touched their lives. And, um, MJ, I'm also uplifted. I, uh, I appreciate this time so much because you know God shows up and we never know what he's going to do. It's always awesome though.
0: <laughs> always <laughs> awesome. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Mm. All righty, MJ, would you like to wrap us up in prayer?
3: Okay. Well, Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this day, and thank you for the beautiful people you've put in our lives, and thanks for all the blessings you bring us every day in every moment, and we just have to accept it and move on, and when things go wrong, and they will, we have to remember that you're just there with your arms around us, and you'll get us through it, and that's your faithfulness showing through in, in our lives, and thank you for just loving us so much that we can show that and and speak that to the people that we are around and stretch out our hands and show our faithfulness to them so thank you for your word in your son's name amen so if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now just say this little prayer with me lord jesus I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God-Focused Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at